1470, 100.3 WMBD. It's the Craig Collins Show. I'm very excited uh, because I'm going to say a bunch of stuff about aliens, and there's a chance that it's, it's all accurate. I don't know for sure. Uh, the person who's come forward could be lying. Uh, if this person is lying, especially the way in which you would have been lying under oath, you're going to face some jail time and get in trouble. Uh, but that is the story uh, that broke a couple days ago on News Nation and then was referenced yesterday uh, by Tucker Carlson when he returned uh, to broadcasting via Twitter. Uh, Tucker on Twitter is the show. And so I did a deep dive last night because I missed this topic. Uh, the debrief, by the way, is actually the the organization that first officially uh, broke the show, the story. And I will tell you that uh, debrief, according to, and I know Mark Strauss, friend of the show, always tells me these media bias, fact checker people, uh, they're biased, they don't matter. So I think it's even more powerful when they say someone is left leaning uh, because the belief is that they're not really authenticating uh, these places fairly. Uh, they say the de- debrief is just slightly to the left uh, and that they are incredibly factual. Uh, They are one of the most factual sites. Highly credible uh, is the rating given to the place uh, by some of the media fact checkers out there. And they published this of a a whistleblower who's come forward. Uh, So who's the whistleblower is the first question you'd ask. I ask. We should all ask. And how does this person know the things they know? Uh, The whistleblower's name is David Charles uh, Grusich. He is 36. He is a decorated former combat officer who served in Afghanistan. He is a veteran of the NGI agency, uh, which is the National uh, Geospatial Intelligence Agency and the National Reconnaissance Office, NRO. Uh, he is also uh, someone who served in definite in, in multiple roles that are definitely connected to whether or not um, aliens exist. He'd be looking into it uh, from not 2019 to 21 and from 21 to 22, where he was with the NGA's. He was actually the NGA's co-lead on UAP analysis. Uh, UAP. I'm throwing all this stuff out there. And I know this might sound tinfoil hatty to some, but I don't care, man. It's interesting. Unidentified aerial phenomena is the uh, uh, UAP, which used to be UFOs. So what is this guy saying? Well, he is saying that the United States has an aircraft that is definitely alien, that is not human technology, that had pilots that were on it. And this is something we obtained a long time ago. Again, No one that is reporting on this or discussing any of this has seen the stuff themselves. They're just reporting the information of a whistleblower. If the whistleblower is lying, there's going to be some trouble you're going to get in. But man, oh, man, is this thing interesting. And the places that this story actually is so far interesting. I will tell you the biggest reason I wanted to talk about this or throw this on my my show is I don't want to be a guy who's got egg in his face when aliens were real and I ignored it. I'm not going to ignore it. I'm not going to pretend there's not some chance that this is uh, credible information. And I am uh, wildly, wildly thrilled uh, to hear and find out what happens next. And there are a lot of places in the world that want more information after this report broke uh, that the United States has uh, alien proof, uh, including the BBC and, and quite a few other uh, countries that are saying, hey, man, if you've got the goods, we definitely want the information. Uh, we want it ASAP. Uh, one of the questions I saw was asked on some of the News Nation coverage on this, uh, which is the television station uh, that is doing the exclusive interview uh, with this individual on Sunday. Uh, one of the questions I saw some of their other people ask is, why would the government hide this? Um, and there's probably a bunch of reasons as to why the government would potentially hide aliens from us. But I don't know, man. I, I can't tell you definitively uh, that I know that this is true or that this is false. 
Uh, it's just a unique time to be alive, to say the very least. I did a seven-minute alien segment, and I feel good about it. I feel fine uh, that that might wind up being my first rec- uh, my first recognition of a thing. And, and here's the last thing I'll say, I guess. I will be so disappointed that Trump is not our president for a Trump aliens press conference. I don't care what you think of him. You could hate the guy. You could love the guy. That would be must-watch TV in any situation in the world. Biden's not going to be the same. He, I don't think he'll even notice that it's aliens uh, that he's standing next to if there are aliens and him at a podium sometime in the future. Uh, but Trump wouldn't even let you brief him. Uh, he'd probably be talking to his team beforehand, and they're like, sir, we want you to say these things. Like, screw it, man, I got this. Me and aliens, it's going to be fun. You know I'm right. Even if you hate the guy, you would watch him do an alien press conference. Uh, anyway, other stuff is out there and in the news, and there's stuff that's not even really in the news, but stuff that I thought was interesting today. If I want to do a bit of a palate cleanser, I do like this. There's a two beers, one puppy uh, test out there. It sounds a little odd. Uh, the test is if you would trust someone in your life, it can be a friend, it can be someone you have a romantic relationship with, to have more, or if you'd actually, excuse me, want to have more than two beers with that person, and then you'd also trust them with a brand new puppy uh, that you just got, this is a person that is very, very close to you. Yes, they can say yes to one and no to the other. There might be people you'd only want to have one drink or no drinks with, but you'd gladly leave a puppy with them for a weekend. Uh, there might be people that you'd have 10 drinks with, but you'd never trust them with a puppy, much less any other pet that you have. Actually, it's funny. My wife, uh, who is going to Mexico in a little over a week, who I'm pretty sure uh, loves me and is very happy in our marriage, does not trust me with our plants. Um, she trusts me with the dog. She trusts me with, with animals. But she knows that plants and I, well, uh, I, I don't do what I'm supposed to do. So she briefs me a lot of times on how to be you know, uh, good and make sure that the plants that are in our home uh, get watered the amount of times they need to be watered. And we're hoping for the best, but I'm, I'm not making promises. I, I don't do it on purpose, people. I, I forget. They're just sitting there. I'm not really used to it, but I got, I got alarms on my phone. I think it'll be okay. But I don't know where the plant is on this list here, but I do think it's interesting. Uh, you, If you want to have multiple drinks and also uh, would trust somebody with a puppy, this is a very close person. Uh, one other story, I heard Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins joke about this. I do find this very, very funny. Uh, there is a Pizza Hut in Japan, uh, Japan that has debuted a brand new item. It comes with uh, coffee sauce and cream cheese, and it features a crust lined with wiener sausages. It is called, and I don't know why they called it this, Wiener Coffee Pizza. I don't know if that's the uh, Japanese translated into English and if it sounds way better uh, not in our language, but I can't imagine anyone anywhere in the country, walking into a pizza hut and saying, yes, please, can I have one wiener coffee pizza? But it is a thing that exists at least in Japan, and it is, well, uh, awesome. It, as I said, comes with both uh, coffee sauce, cream cheese, uh, features a crust lined with the wiener sausages, and it also comes uh, with a can of whipped cream that can be added to the top of it if you definitely want to have the most juvenile version of jokes uh, possible for you on your social media page just after. I think Yahoo Singapore is the place that put it up, um, a photo of it. So it's out there. It's on Twitter already. A quick break, a lot more, 1470, 100.3 WMBD. It's the Craig Collins Show. 1470. 100.3 WMBD, it's the Craig Collins Show. Thrilled to have you with us. Lots of stuff to talk about, as I always say. They're calling it Generation COVID. Uh, young people especially uh, who have almost no attention span whatsoever. They're blaming TikTok. 
and other social media sites as being one of the reasons for this. But 500 school teachers in England revealed the devastating effects of both social media and the pandemic and learning from home and all the things we went through, uh, saying that the attention span of a young person is at an all-time low. It is, quote, shorter than ever. Estimated 67% of teens uh, had to deal with uh, certain things uh, throughout the the pandemic that caused them to now have uh, no ability to pay attention to anything whatsoever. 85% of teachers surveyed are blaming kids for unruly behavior um, as part of the uptick for social media use and ever-swiping nature of social media. That's according to The Guardian. I think this is interesting. A startling 84% of teachers said their two students' attention span is so, so short, it's less than 10 minutes to any given subject at any given time before they've moved on to the next thing. Uh, I know attention spans were bad when I was a kid, but it seems like this is likely to be true and one of the other uh, potential and maybe less talked about versions of uh, you were at school from home for so long or you dealt with certain things for so long uh, that you were able to distract yourself, to not get yelled at, to not get your phone taken away uh, like you would have if you were in school. And now uh, things are real bad. Uh, that's what they're saying, at least in the U.K. I saw this story. I thought it was interesting. Uh, a woman has gone viral on social media. You're not going to be surprised why uh, when I tell you in a second that the clip that she put up on social media is titled Why I Like to Garden Naked. Uh, apparently, this is the only way that she feels connected enough to the earth uh, while um, dealing with her very, very substantial garden uh, that is outside in the backyard of her home. Uh, she's also an attractive uh, person, so that might play a role in this. Uh, but she said that this is something that more people should do. Uh, she's at, quote, an undisclosed location in the Midwest, and she is thankful that she is free to, well, garden topless or completely nude. Uh, she even said, I tried uh, gardening the other way. Uh, my neighbors in the city didn't really appreciate it, uh, the quality of some of my food. So now that I garden without any clothing, everything's gone up. Everything's way better as far as uh, the food she's making is concerned. Man, oh, man, uh, do I love the idea of that story, the idea of having a conversation about that with somebody else and then seeing their face. It's like, you know, have you met? Um, um, Susie, uh, she's very sure that the reason her vegetables are so successful in her garden is that she she's only gardening naked. Um, other stories out there. I saw this. I love this. It's one of my favorite places on social media. Uh, am I the jerk is what I call it on Reddit or am I the bleep is what it actually is. Uh, a woman said, should she uh, yell at her boyfriend or tell her boyfriend to stop doing a thing? Who's the jerk, uh, her or him? She said he is so cheap that he peels his bananas before he pays for them at the grocery store, meaning you weigh them without the peel. That is hilarious. I don't think I've heard of that very often. Uh, she says that he's pretty sure he spent, he saves a, a few dollars. Um, it takes a while to add up that amount of money on bananas maybe each year. Um, who's right? Who's wrong? Should she be mad? Should she be embarrassed? Should she tell him to stop doing something? Um, no, I, I think it's fine. I think if you're eating the bananas uh, as quickly as you need to, if you're peeling multiple ones in the store, uh, then more power to you, man. Everything is crazy expensive. Uh, they're f calling it frugality, by the way, <laughs> which I like a lot. So I think, yeah, just don't go to the grocery store with him. Uh, let him do his banana thing on his own. That's a sentence I'm going to regret at some point. All right, other stuff out there. Uh, just quickly, uh, some rapid-fire palate cleanser stuff. I'll talk about some serious topics uh, after the break. Now, your friends and family might be sabotaging your diet, according to a new study, and a professor uh, by the name of Jane Ogden. Uh, she said that a lot of people who say only have one person in your, your 
group of friends or your family uh, who is trying to sort of very much change uh, their lifestyle is likely to be discouraged a lot by the people around them uh, because the people around them are not changing their lifestyle. The primary ways researchers identified a um, weight loss sabotage was any sort of um, tempting feeding collusion I love was listed here too. Uh, examples of discouraging people from switching to a healthier diet, putting up barriers to attend support groups or undermining efforts to increase physical activity by refusing to go or take part in exercise uh, with them or highlighting the cost of a gym membership are all things mentioned here. I feel like I'm almost doing this accidentally now because my wife goes to the gym a lot. Um, she goes when I can't go. Anyone that's I'm accusing myself of this and then saying I'm not guilty of it. I like both of those. Uh, but she goes during the show. Uh, she'll probably leave in the next hour or so after doing her word of the day. And uh, so I, I don't think I'm sabotaging her, but I, I haven't been going. And so they say that you might be doing this to friends. Uh, you might be. I think the food thing is is a different one. I think um, and actually it's funny for me. I'm used to buying extra food whenever I go anywhere. Not a lot, like, say, an extra taco. Uh, if I'm at the VFW or somewhere else. And the reason why is because Betty, she likes to, you know, steal from me. She likes to borrow my food. She likes to share things. So I've gotten used to it. So I, I plan ahead in that situation. I don't know if that's bad now. I don't think it is because uh, I'm also willing to eat all the things that I ordered. Uh, she doesn't have to help out at all. She doesn't want to. So anyway, it's out there. People are worried. Other people are not worried and think it's hilarious that others are worried about this. But are you a diet saboteur? is essentially the question. And then I, I do like this one, too. Uh, a man spent $100,000 on, quote, a painful leg-lengthening uh, surgery to add seven inches to his height. He said he doesn't regret it at all. Uh, the man, who is uh, Turkish and lives in Georgia, uh, said that he's always been upset about his weight and that at 33 years old, the guy's name is Brian, he decided that he doesn't care if it looks weird. He wants to just be taller you know what's interesting about this story? I, I would never do this. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be real bad for you. Uh, the dude's over six feet now. But I do have that pair of shoes uh, that I almost never talk about on this show, uh, but I did mention when I bought them on the show, that add like three or four inches. I saw them. They went viral on some social media platform uh, where people are walking up to other people on the street and saying, hey, uh, try on these shoes and see how they make you feel. And I bought a pair, uh, and I bought a pair just to wear them uh, to go see my family. Uh, after uh, COVID and everything, I wanted to make some jokes about uh, being taller, and I, I almost never wear them now, but they do feel awesome. Whenever I put those shoes on, and I'm not sure if people can tell that they're ridiculous, I do walk around more confident, and the missus always looks at me the first time she sees me in the shoes and, and immediately starts to uh, get confused as to what's going on and then making jokes about the fact that she knows I'm definitely not as um, short as I usually am. I'm like just a little bit under six feet is what I'd say, like an inch or two or maybe three. And with the shoes, I'm over six feet, and I, I love it. I would never go surgery. Uh, but I might start rocking the shoes more, especially with how happy this guy seems to be with the decisions he's made in life. All right. Uh, we will take a break. Uh, after the break, I will get back to serious things. I think the fact that the CEO at CNN is already out of a job is one of the most hilarious things I've seen uh, in the world of media because he only had one mission. Uh, Chris Licht or Chris uh, Liked, I think is his name. He only had one goal to make CNN less bias of a news organization, to make it a more down-the-middle, reporting the news correctly 
a version of a talking heads uh, cable um, spot on your your television. And he was fired in less than a year uh, because, well, uh, apparently more so than anything else, there's been a revolt by the top talent at CNN uh, for whatever reason it might be. The Trump town hall, who knows? But that is hilarious that CNN has said, no, we don't want to be uh, non-biased. We want some sweet, sweet bias right back as soon as possible. Uh, you sort of probably could have predicted this was coming. Uh, for someone that wanted to change CNN from what it was to what it is to what it's very likely to be again. All right. Uh, Will's got the news. AM, it's 1470, FM 100.3, all over the Internet, WMBDRadio.com and the WMBD Radio app. Or you can tell your smart speaker, hey, play WMBD Radio and hear Will Stevenson talk about aliens. <laughs> Incorrect, Craig. <laughs> all right. I'm going to try again later. 1470. 100.3 WMBD. It's the Craig Collins Show. Thrilled to have you with us. Uh, Mike Pence is running for president. He would like the nomination on the Republican side of the aisle. Uh, here's what I think is interesting about uh, vice, former Vice President Pence and Chris Christie to some extent. Uh, both will be propped up by a lot of media as uh, Trump destroyers, as people who know where all the bodies are buried. Uh, people are likely to take Trump down. I don't think that's at all what's going to occur. And that's not because I'm a big, giant Trump fan myself or anything like that. It's because I don't think either of these politicians actually does have a legitimate shot at the nomination. But here's what's even more interesting to me and the, the audio I want to play in just a second is Pence says a lot of the same stuff. The Trump says, no, Pence doesn't say the thing about the 2020 election uh, that honestly uh, probably isn't as important as the 2024 election. And if someone does feel that the 2020 election was fraudulent, then you would be very much concerned about the 2024 election. Again, there's there's ways to to not dismiss, but to uh, I think refocus some of those conversations. And uh, Pence isn't exactly talking about that. But again, he's saying a lot of the same things uh, that Trump is saying on a lot of the other issues of the day. Maybe worst of all, timeless American values are under assault every day. In classrooms, our children are indoctrinated into radical ideologies and even taught to hate our history. And from boardrooms, our faith and beliefs are insulted routinely. While government agencies target concerned parents and punish consumers in the name of social justice. We're better than this. This country has been so good to my family, and I've been honored to serve him. We both have. Now, he's, he's very slow in his delivery, very deliberate in his delivery. It's the kind of thing that I think is one of the reasons that if you compare uh, him to other politicians, uh, the likelihood of him rising from the very small amount of people that say uh, that they would vote for him now is not all that great. I'm going to transition, get back to some of the news and, and politics of the day in a little bit. Uh, my wife, Betty, has showed up in studio. Um, Betty is uh, off to the gym in a little bit, but we're going to do the uh, Spanish word of the day. Yes. Are you here for that? Are you happy to be here? I know yes. you've been very busy. I'm you've been doing a lot of stuff. Here, but... Yeah, you, you've been very busy. You've yes. got some things oh, going God. on. Yeah, yeah. Some of the uh, radio stations you work at for our corporate group uh, actually have some some like big giant changes Project, yeah. and happening, and you're doing a lot of projects for them. Yes. Uh, somebody's flipping a format. Is what yep. it, we don't have to say who or anything, but <laughs> and not that they'd listen. It's in a totally different uh, market. But you've been you've been very um, very very. Yeah, active. I feel like a smashed potato. <laughs> I totally like a smashed oh potato. Oh my god, yes. Are you a fresh lettuce at all? No. No, that little these lettuce today is beat up. Beat up. How is how's it's, your hamster? Needs to be hydrated. Um, 
uh, tired, exhausted. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. I don't mind at all. I'm happy you're here. But I'm here. Um, so I just. Do you have a, a Spanish word of the day for us in a second too? Or yes, or, okay. I'm just. Fig- I'm gonna figure it out. It's you're Spanish. gonna think of it on in the moment, uh, yes. and I can even ask the listeners if you want somebody to text a Spanish word of the day in, and then uh, I try to say it, and you try to say it. We can do that too. Um, I, I saw a story that I thought of you about, and I, I don't know if you're gonna think that this is uh, correct or incorrect. Twenty-two percent of men sleep with a stuffed animal, according to a new study. Twenty-two percent of guys, so about one in five. Uh, do I sleep with a stuffed animal? No, but I don't blame them. <laughs> I do not blame them. Because you do. You sleep with do. multiple stuffed animals. Yes, I have to. You love them. Yes. Yeah. Um, you take a long time to pick out a stuffed animal when <laughs> yes. we go to the... St- it's like a very long time, actually. <laughs> you yes. have to really, really like and think... You have to be pretty smooshy and fluffy <laughs> and like a happy face. Cute, and very like cute. A, yes, right. Yes. Uh, yeah. It, it helped me. Uh, it does help me a lot when I'm under a lot of stress. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And actually, the um, thing you do with them when they're not in the bed for sleep is you put them uh, off to the side and they just stare at us. Yeah. The yeah. stuffed animals. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just like those remind me when I used to be a child. Yeah. Like we grow super poor and my mom used to make us dolls and I have, uh, w- uh my sister had like a big one with a uh, brown hair mm-hmm. and my mind has like a blue hair for some reason. I asked my mom why. I was like, well, that was the only thing that I could find, like, uh, <laughs> uh, to put it in the top so of the, the your, doll. Your older sister had brown hair and then yours had blue. The doll. Yes, and everybody doll. thought that you wanted like a crazy hairstyle, but mom yes. just ran out of other yeah, yarn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I was like, why blue yarn? Mom? Why? Like, it's the only one that I found. And yeah, sorry. And what happened to that? What happened to that doll? I mean, I'm talking about when I was like seven, eight years old, so I don't know. After they got super beat up, we used to use them as pillows, and then we don't know. And then you don't know anymore. Uh, You do have stuffed animals in Mexico, too. Uh, There are stuffed animals there. There's stuffed animals pretty much everywhere. What's your favorite animal for being a stuffed animal? Uh, Is it hard to pick? Yes, I love I love uh, horses. You do like horses. Yes, That's I, true. I have like a like a baby horse. Mm-hmm. My first uh, toy with uh, batteries on it, like sure. he moved, and I was freaking out so when happy. I was so little. Yeah. I remember. I will never forget that. Mm-hmm. It was my first toy that I had batteries on. Well, it. and you grew up on a farm, and your dad had horses. Yes. You had real horses yes. around you all the yeah, time but too. That happened when I was in my twenties. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I've noticed that you like a lot of like um, fish, like whales and all kinds of things. Yes, seals. Whales, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that is, because you don't like the ocean. Yeah, I'm, the, I'm petif- petrified to the ocean. Yeah. Whenever I'm like close to the ocean, it's like, mm-hmm. oh my God, this is going to eat me. This is too big for me. Yeah. Uh, so, you've only been in the ocean once. Is that right? Uh, no, you are wrong. Have you been, what, have, did you not tell me about one? I mean, like uh, the Gulf of Mexico, that, that counts as an ocean. Like, sure. Right? Was it your feet? What went in? What went into the water? Yes, just the feet, barely, okay. and then run back. Okay, so it was just your feet. <laughs> yes. When we went to New Jersey with my brother, um, you uh, went in the ocean with me, the actual Jersey Shore, yeah. and I was lifting you above the yeah, waves. Yeah, that was super scary. Uh-huh, yeah. you said it was scary, but I, I lifted you fine above every single wave, right, as yeah, it came in? Yeah, I thought like I would die there. Yes, but I, I kept you up, and you didn't get any water <laughs> yeah. in your face. Yeah. <laughs> and my brother stood behind us and started singing The Lion King yes, because it yes, seemed like I was lifting yes, you up I as Simba. I feel such an idiot person. <laughs> no, I thought it was great Yeah, because well, you were in. You were I in the ocean. I just don't like to, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, demonstrate sometimes that I'm scared to some no, stuff everybody's bad, scared of stuff. It's just like people are scared for some things. Yes. Like I'm petrified when I see snakes, for right. example. Were That's... you happy you went into the ocean that day, though, with your husband who lifted uh, you in the air? Uh, no. Not totally? Not totally. I was oh. scared. Okay. Yeah, I... 
You didn't I, uh, feel a sense of accomplishment when it was over? Like you did it, you no, were in the ocean? Well, I don't know if I shared this with you, correct? I don't think you did. Now but, we're doing um, it on the radio. But uh, when I was a kid, I I almost drowned in a little tiny river. No, like, you never uh, told me that. So my dad kind of struggled to put me out of the water. Wow. And uh, I think I was six or seven years old. And since then, I I scared, the scared to the water, and uh, I learned how to swim on my 25, 26 You did, and then you used to swim a lot uh, all the time in the Yeah, but pool. also probably something that you don't know about your wife. Yeah, because you don't tell me. Um, it's uh, <laughs> I never uh, swim in the middle of the pool. I always swim the in sides. the sides because I do know I'm that scared. about my wife because yes. I've been in I'm the pool scared. with my wife, and I've always seen her be on the sides. Yes. So I've observed that without you even telling me about that. <laughs> I realized. Yeah. But you never asked me, well, I knew. I knew what was going on mm-hmm. because wow. I, I grew up across the street from the ocean, so I'm a fish. Yeah, no, I, I'm amazed when I see you guys going to your, your nephews and uh, your mm-hmm. niece when they yeah. go to the ocean and no swim. Oh, all. my God, yeah. I wish to yeah. be like them. Yeah. But, but you didn't even tell me that your feet were in the I thought I took you, took you in the ocean for the first time in your life. No. Nope. Uh-uh. It was the second time. No. <laughs> the first time. Oh, you're I, crushing me right now. The first time that I saw the ocean gotcha. was in Mexico. My I first gotcha. time that I saw it, it was like when I... I was 18 or something. I got you. Yeah. And then yeah. I brought you in one time, but you're not even really happy about that, even though um, you, you said that it was okay when we did no, it. No, because, I mean, I understand that people probably, they question uh, uh, when you are scared or you mm-hmm. have fear about something, like how you, that person cannot do it. Yeah. If it's very easy or whatever. But it's a sense of, like, stress and panic yeah. that sometimes you cannot control. Yeah. So that's my case. No, I don't it think... It looks beautiful and pretty, but, uh... I don't yeah, think peer I pressure... I, I don't think my brother or my family or anyone was trying to get you to go into the ocean. I just said I was willing to go in with you, and you, you did it, and you seemed to, to like it at the time, and now I'm finding out years later uh, that it wasn't it's just, the best. It's just stressful. Yeah. Let's call yeah. it like that. It's so we're never like, doing it again? No, 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 no more oceans and Betty. Okay. No. That's fine. I totally accept that. That makes sense. Yes. Uh, what's the Spanish word of the day? Is it ocean-related? Is it, is it dumb husband related? Or you want to say something about me being a dumbo? Idiota? Okay. So I, now that I'm t- we are talking about water, um, I can uh, I can show you, I can teach you the word algar. 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 <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to do it again. Algar. Algar. Now what does it mean? That means like uh, when people um, uh, swim. Uh, and they die in the water. Whoa, that's very dark. All how right. You, how you say that? When you drown? Drown, yes, okay. drown. So, it's a, it's a, oh God, yes. All right, I've now learned from the entirety of the segment that I'm never going to ask you to go in any kind of ocean ever again. You don't want to go in. You don't need to go in. It doesn't <laughs> it's, matter. It's like if I want to say... Uh, she drowned, I would say it in Spanish, ella se ahogó, yeah. o él se ahogó. And then I would say in broken Spanish that, but she didn't because her husband saved, saved her, her from the ocean <laughs> and lifted her up Simba style and would never let her, superhero. yeah, would never let her drown in any of that water. The husband would keep her alive no matter what. Thank you, superhero. Now, how would you, how would you say that in Spanish? The, the husband superhero saved her. El esposo, el, sí. super, el, el superhéroe sí, de mi esposo me salvó la vida, me salvó claro. de ahogarme claro. en el mar. Gracias, yes, that's exactly what I would do, Betty. Yes, yeah, yes. I'm not going to repeat any of that, that was way too hard. Uh, but I would, I, w- I would save you. I would run like Baywatch style, that TV show, into the water and I know, then you lift are you up. a super fast swimmer. <laughs> I am. I'm very yeah. impressed. Thank you. I'm very proud of this moment. Yes, you're a fish. Yeah, but I feel bad now. Uh, part of me feels bad. That oh, you don't, went, okay. don't feel bad. Right. You're okay? Everything's okay? Probably, that's a good idea that I'm 
come here and talk to you in the microphone and you know uh, new things about the wife. Yeah, honestly, we've been married 10 years and I feel like now that you're doing the show every day, I'm going to find out new stuff about the missus. Surprise me tomorrow. Yes. Okay. Who knows? By the way, because of your segment the other day, John Ackerman tried to spit his gum in my hand when he got into the station. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) I love how you laugh at that. Yeah, that's a thing now. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Oh, my God. I said that's no. so funny. Of yeah, course. I, I rejected it. All right. Uh, quick break. Thank you, Betty, as always, for being on the show. I told you, gum is pretty good to uh, it's great. relieve stress and yes. calm you down. Yes. Yeah, yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you ever went in the ocean. I had no idea. Well, we're going to fix that somehow. <laughs> Next time that I go to the ocean, I'm probably going to pull up. A, a bowl of, like, of gum in my mouth. And yes, shoot. there you go. And then you'll be fine. <laughs> then you'll probably be swimming through and around like a yes. superhero. All right. Superhero. Superhero. I got you. Superhero. Superhero. A quick break. A lot more. 1470. 100.3 WMBD. 1470-100.3 WMBD. It's the Craig Collins Show. My wife is still in studio, uh, which is actually sort of awesome. Betty, hi. How are you still doing? Hi, Craig. Good. Uh, we got a couple text messages from listeners that were afraid uh, that I forced you into some water <laughs> and that I deserve to tell you, say sorry to you because uh, we were telling a story during the last segment uh, in which I thought that I brought you in your first ocean in your whole life, but I was wrong. Uh, you went into a different ocean at some point. Yeah. <laughs> you know about it. It's fine. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Uh, but you, you said that you were afraid, but you, you wanted. You said yes. I, I had asked, and you said yes. You wanted to go well, in. Well, you know what, <laughs> Craig? Save I, me with the listeners. I, I got to I gotta tell you like something, and you know this about me. Mm. Uh, whenever I, I feel like... Um, I'm the one behind, all the way behind. I yeah. want to be with you guys in the team. I say, yes, let's do it. You but say I'm yes, like, but you're scared inside. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And sometimes I don't share that with people, especially no, with, not even uh, your husband. My, my mom or mm-hmm. you, but uh, I should be more like, okay, I don't want to do yeah, it. You like, know no, what you mean? stupid dummies. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I'm, 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 I'm talking. But it's just you and I, you tell me no all the time. Yes, well, it's just the yes, two of us at home. Yes. So you look at me yes, and you tell I'm me, like, nope, uh, idiota, no. <laughs> uh, you, what are you talking about? Yeah. No, okay. yes. yeah, a dumb old husband is what I say all the time when yeah, I say things. And yeah, you tell me, I've never yeah. said that to you. Right? Yeah, okay. yeah, I don't. When you say that, I, it's uh, like, no, Craig, I'm not that person. I will yeah. never tell you about it. You never words. tell me, dumb old husband. You just throw stuff at me. There's some bad words in yeah. Spanish in my brain, but <laughs> sometimes. Let me, let me ask you this. Um, you are going to Mexico uh, very, very soon. You'll yeah. be going next week. I think we're also going to wind up taking a road trip to to see some Yankee baseball at yes, some point. I don't think we're yes. going to be in a hotel, uh, but there's a story about hotels. I don't think you're going to stay in any. Bugs? No, no. <laughs> you're very afraid of bed bugs. Oh my hotels God. Too. Yeah. You I hate bed bugs. I, I think everybody. Yeah, I think right. Everybody, I think everybody is. Course, yes. I, I don't think anyone loves no, bed bugs. No, be a weird person. Yes. Um, but anyway, there's a story about hotels. I don't think you're staying in any in Mexico either, but I thought it was interesting. The most unusual orders for room service. Number one is diet water. People would call and be like, I want water, but I don't want regular. I want the diet water. That's not a thing. It doesn't oh exist. My All water is <laughs> diet water. Another person asked for a melted ice cream, which seems weird. You just want ice cream soup, I guess, is a version of it. Um, blowfish is something that someone ordered. Boiled bottled water, which feels really not safe to boil it and then pour it back into the plastic bottle yeah. and deliver it to somebody. That seems Oh, maybe for baby risky. food or for... Sure, maybe, yeah. Um uh, someone wanted no egg white omelets. Uh, someone asked for a rice bowl for a dog. Uh, someone else asked for bison. And then finally, eggless eggs in hell, uh, which means that they're prepared a really crazy way. Uh, do you like to get food at the, uh, at the hotel when we do the, you know, that, um, no, room service thing? No, but I always, thing? always enjoy the free coffee that they offer. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you just remind me. My, 
a rule for you if we're ever going to stay in a hotel is they have to have free breakfast free the next morning. Coffee, yes. You want the free breakfast, yeah. the whole breakfast the yeah. next morning, the continental breakfast. It doesn't matter yeah. what it is. And you'll ask me. It doesn't matter. Like Even I can go. It is just a muffin and a mm-hmm. coffee. I, I can I can stay. go from a five star hotel to like a two star hotel. Yeah. If you get a free breakfast, you're in for that. You don't care. Yeah, the I don't no, care. Except for the bed bugs. The bed bugs could yeah, buy right. me. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's usually the only thing you'll ask me if I have to book us a hotel for any reason is does it have free breakfast? Yeah. And if I shake my head no, you're like, sorry, that's sorry, rejected. No, that's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I prefer um, to sleep in the in the bank with the mm. breakfast, prepare the next day for me. I'm going to talk about another thing, and don't worry, you don't have to be put on the spot on this one, uh, Betty, uh, the wife in studio with me. They are red flags at jobs. These are things that people say are reasons why they get intimidated, why they might want to leave a job. Um, uh, one of them is certainly a lot of stress that you might have at a gig. Uh, number one on the list, though, is people throwing around the term rock star. Saying, like, you're our rock star. This person's the rock star of the team. Uh, people don't like that at all. Uh, people describing a workplace as a fast-paced environment is something that a lot of people say is a red flag. Uh, salary to be discussed later is something that people don't like a lot, mm-hmm. I guess, when they're uh, going and applying for a job. Urgently hiring multiple candidates is another thing that's on a job post uh, that people say, no, that's not going to work out. And then unique challenges. Uh, is one that I guess people have seen before that they're also not a fan of. Uh, any of those make you intimidated if you were applying for a job? Unique challenges, maybe? Yeah, probably, yeah, yes. Yeah, that one doesn't sound yes, very good. Doesn't, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fast-paced environment? Fast-paced environment. You don't love a fast-paced environment. You're, you're uh, a good worker. You'll work at a great pace, but you, you, like, you like the opportunity to go. Well, uh, I think... Working in the kitchen, oh, yeah. uh, it was like a fast-paced environment. Uh, yes, yeah. and uh, and they told me it was like, are you allowed to stand up on your feet for blah blah blah? <laughs> I was like, yes, of course. I'll and, be uh, fine. Yeah, and, and then at the end of the day, my legs were like screaming. But yeah, I remember. Do you did you uh, miss being in the um, kitchen at all? Is it something you don't like anymore? Sometimes the, the yeah. thing that I miss about the kitchen is like you have all the ingredients in the kitchen, <laughs> all the stuff that you <laughs> to can to make imagine, whatever food you want. To make whatever yeah. you want, like Indian food and mm-hmm. like Asian and Mexican. And, and you American. would go, you would not follow recipes all the time. No, no, that's yeah. the thing. I remember. Uh, my coworkers used to get upset about it. I was like, Betty, you gotta follow the recipe. The sheet sheets are there. Like, I just follow up. And I'm like, ah, no, they, no. this needs a little <laughs> bit of this and that. And so you, you don't like peer pressure if it happens on a beach. If someone tries to peer pressure you in a kitchen, Betty doesn't care. <laughs> no. It does not matter. I, I like tasty food. Yes, I know yeah, you do. Yeah. You like spicy food. Spicy food. And too. I can totally handle spicy food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> More or less. More or less. All right. Thank you, Betty, for hanging out extra time. Are you going to the gym today or no? You should no, skip it. Yeah, I'm, skip I'm, it. I'm going to give You're taking a trip next a week. Yeah, yeah. Take, give yourself a week off. I, yes. I, I give you permission. All right. Yeah. A quick break. A lot more. You didn't ask. You don't care. <laughs> a lot more. 1470 is AM. 100.3 is an FM. All over the Internet.